Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm your host, Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you are doing well. I am so excited to be back today with another episode for you. And guys, can you freaking believe it? This is episode number 101. I have officially recorded and released 100 episodes on the podcast, and I am so proud of this milestone. I am so, so, so grateful for all of you for continuously listening and supporting the podcast. It really does help me so much and it makes me feel like I'm not just talking out to the void. Getting messages from you guys about how the episodes have helped you in one way or another, it always fills me with so much joy and reminds me why I enjoy doing this. I really do look forward to recording these episodes for you guys. It just feels like a cozy space on the internet that I can just come sit down, drink a cup of coffee, and chat with a good friend. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening and supporting. It is truly mind-blowing just looking back at when I first started this podcast. For those of you who have been listening since the beginning, then you remember probably that this podcast started off as the Boss Girl Bloggers podcast. My hopes and goals back then are so much different than what they are now, but I am forever grateful for the Boss Girl Bloggers community because it was such a huge and impactful part of my journey and it taught me truly so much. But I was looking back at when I published my first episode on the podcast and it was actually in March of 2019, which is insane to me. I then took a break for a while back in June of 2019. I didn't pick it up again until January of 2020, and I only put out two episodes and then stopped until June of 2021, which is very interesting. And I have been consistent with it ever since, knock on wood. And the thing is, so in human design, I'm a manifesting generator, And for manifesting generators, if you're one, then you can probably relate to this, but it's so hard for us to stick to things because we want to just try everything and we are so go with where the spark follows or go where where the spark goes. So if I don't feel like something is lighting me up anymore, I just, it's so hard for me to want to keep going. I get burnt out really easily. And I feel like we are here as manifesting generators to show others that it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to try something new and it's okay to follow that spark. It's also okay to change directions when the spark fizzles out. And for a while, I was really confused about where my passion lied. I burnt out more times than not and I felt bad every single time because we have been so conditioned to be so productive, but we're not machines, we're not robots, right? We're humans. And I had to just learn how to give myself grace through those moments in my life where I did feel drained and burnt out. But I have learned so much about myself in this crazy life experience that I will never apologize for, you know, changing my mind anymore or pursuing something new. I will just continue to choose to keep going after what lights me up. And that's something that I really hope that you continue to do as well. 
Because life is too short to keep putting effort into something that is draining you. And life is too short to keep yourself boxed in. We're really here to experience all that life has to offer. So why hold yourself back when you want to try something new? So what I really want to dedicate this episode to is reflecting on my journey with this podcast and talk about some of the biggest lessons that I've learned through my creative pursuits. And hopefully this will give you some perspectives that will spark inspiration and motivation within you. So if you're excited and ready to jump into today's episode, then let's get into it. So I was reflecting on my first ever podcast episode that I had uploaded and it was titled, Why Not Me? And this still resonates so much. Before I got myself out of that dark place in my life where I lacked ambition, I struggled with anxiety, I thought about all of the ways that life was not working out in my favor, I was stuck in this why me mentality. Why do I always have to struggle? Why do I feel like I can never catch a break? Why can I never get ahead? Why is it me that can never get a call back for an interview? Why is it that whenever I finally have extra money saved, something comes up and I lose it all? It was this constant looking at the glass half empty mentality, paying attention to everything that was going wrong in my life. It wasn't until I really started becoming the observer of my own thoughts and took myself out of this victim mentality, that's when big shifts started to take place in my life it finally clicked to me that I had to stop with the why me and start focusing on why not me. I used to look at everyone else's life and saw their highlight reels and I felt badly about my own life because of it. I had to flip the narrative and instead of comparing and being envious, I started thinking, why not me? Why can't that be me? Because it can it can be me. And when I said, why not me? I really had to sit there with the answers that came to my mind. I see someone, you know, working for themselves, creating their own schedule, doing what they love. Instead of being envious, I said, why not me? If they can do it, so can I. And then that's when I sat there with the why and I allowed answers to come to my mind. Why can't that be me? Well, maybe I'll fail. Or I don't know enough. I don't know where to start. I don't have the money. All of these reasons came to my mind as to why it couldn't be me. And then it gave me the opportunity to reframe those limiting beliefs. Everyone starts somewhere. Those really successful entrepreneurs that you see, they once knew absolutely nothing. They started from scratch. And even if they didn't, they still had to learn. But they didn't let not knowing everything hold them back. They started anyway. They didn't let their fears hold them back. They started anyway. It's not failing. It's learning. If it does not work out, at least you learned and you continue to move forward towards what is meant for you. Everything that you go after is a stepping stone. Nothing is a waste of time. 
my whole blog, podcast, entrepreneur journey, it began when I took myself out of that victim mentality and I started asking myself, why not me? And then I worked through those limiting beliefs that came up and then I moved forward fearlessly towards what I wanted. When I was stuck in that victim mentality, that put myself in this position of being the victim of my circumstances, which made me powerless. It didn't push me to look for solutions, and it didn't make me believe that there was a way out. I kept myself trapped. It wasn't until I started looking at my life from a different perspective, that's when I was really able to find solutions and get myself out of that false, stuck energy that I had created in my own mind. And I remember when I first started this podcast, I was so afraid. I was scared. Yeah, I hated my voice. I struggled with confidence. I was afraid that no one would care or listen. I was afraid of judgment. But then I said, you know what? Why not me? Why wouldn't someone want to hear what I have to say? Why wouldn't someone want to listen to me? I can do this. And those who are meant to find me and hear my message, they will find me. It doesn't matter if it's a hundred people or five people, you can do this. Even if one person can potentially find motivation and healing through my messages, then I believe I've made a difference. And I think it was building up that mentality that really got me to take the first steps towards my vision. And it's always the first step that feels like it's the absolute hardest, right? Usually we struggle with taking the first step towards our goals, whether it's, you know, starting a blog, starting a podcast, going after a creative career goal, changing jobs, starting to date again, whatever it may be, it's that first step that we get caught up on because of underlying fears and limiting beliefs. Whether it's fear of failure, fear of judgment, struggles with perfectionism, dealing with imposter syndrome, these were the fears that I really had to work through in order to allow myself to take that first step forward. But once you take that step forward, the momentum builds and it gets easier. And I won't say that it's, you know, smooth sailing all the way because like anything in life, we are learning, we are growing, and you can't learn without making mistakes or experiencing some sort of setback or challenge. But I think what really helped me in those tough moments was to not look at my setbacks or my mistakes as failing or as a step backward but rather look at it all as a step forward, allowing myself to see that those setbacks are very important steps in my journey because they teach me. They taught me so much that actually helped me improve and align with what was truly meant for me. I think something that we struggle with as a collective is this perfectionist mentality, the need to appear to others as some perfect version of self especially with social media, right? Everyone is on social media showing the highlights of their life, appearing to be perfectly put together, whether it's through highly filtered images or showing behind the scenes of their life that make it appear that they are living this insanely spectacular lifestyle. But the truth is, we all have our lows. We all have moments where we are drained, moments where we're tired, moments where there's dishes in the sink and bags under our eyes, moments where we've just cried and struggled with something in our life that has brought us some kind of pain because pain is inevitable. Everyone battles something at one point or another because duality exists and you can't have the good without the bad or the happy without the sad. But social media can make us forget that. We can forget that people are choosing what to show us. And oftentimes, they are choosing to show their absolute best moments 
because being vulnerable isn't for everyone, and not everyone wants to share those tough, rough moments. And of course, no one owes anyone that kind of access. No one has to share those vulnerable, tough moments. But what is so important to remember is that just because you are not seeing those moments does not mean people don't experience them. And so whenever I had those moments where I was scrolling through social media, feeling envious of other people's lives, I had to remind myself that this is all very much curated highlight reels and that behind the scenes, everyone goes through tough shit. I really had to work on letting go of that perfectionist mentality. And that's been difficult for me at times. I would procrastinate on content creation because I feared that it wasn't good enough. Or I had those feelings of imposter syndrome come up to the surface, like, do I really know enough to be sharing about this? Which then leads me to spiraling and researching until my eyes were bloodshot because I never felt like I knew enough. I always wanted to know more just in case, which don't get me wrong, Learning is so important and you should be curious and you should continue to expand your knowledge. But at some point, I had to acknowledge that constantly learning and researching and then never putting what I've learned into content creation or into practice was a way that I was procrastinating because I feared that I wasn't good enough or I feared that I was some sort of imposter. And I know I'm not alone when it comes to feeling and thinking like this. But something that I've learned through this whole creative journey is that we need to let go of the self-criticism and stop being the consumer of our creations. We are the creators. We should not be judging and nitpicking our creation so much. We are not the consumer of our creation. We are meant to create, not consume it, right? And learning this has been really valuable for me. Also learning that what is considered underwhelming to one person could be absolutely life-changing to another. Think about music, for example. You create a song, you release it, and one person can listen to that song and maybe they get nothing out of it. They struggle to connect with it. Whereas someone else could listen to that same song and find deep meaning and healing through it. I try to remind myself that whoever resonates with my content will find deep meaning and healing through it. And whoever doesn't was not meant to align with it and that's okay. Because the truth is, we are not for everyone. We aren't here to be liked by everyone. And that's something I struggled with for a very long time. My self-worth was low and all I cared about was being liked and getting some sort of validation from those around me. I sacrificed my own happiness and authenticity to fit in with others just so that I could be liked by others because I feared that my authentic self would be considered weird to others or that I wasn't normal. And I didn't want to get made fun of or criticized because, you know, that would hurt my ego. I just wanted to be liked. But that was doing a disservice to myself and to those around me. I didn't want to be someone who I'm not, and I shouldn't have to hide who I truly want to be. So when I started really allowing myself to embrace my authenticity, that's when I felt my happiness coming back which is also why I had such a huge pivot in my career. When I started my creative journey, I focused heavily on beauty and makeup, and then it turned into marketing, and now it's personal growth, manifesting mindset, inner child healing, tarot, spirituality, astrology. Those are the topics that right now I am truly passionate about and I light up talking about it. And if it changes down the road, so be it, right? I'm not going to put any pressure on myself to continuously try to fit in where I'm just not feeling it. And that was something that I really had to come to accept and be okay with. 
accept and be okay with changing my mind sometimes. When I first made the pivot from marketing to tarot and spirituality, I was so afraid. I knew that I would lose a lot of my audience because tarot and spirituality is such an extreme difference from marketing. Think about it. It's 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 such an extreme difference, but I was afraid that if I went after what I actually enjoyed, I would fail or even that I would look like a failure because I changed my mind and changed directions. But that could not be further from the truth. You are not a failure if you change directions and try something new. You don't have to keep yourself boxed in. In fact, there is so much growth when trying new things. A huge lesson that I learned from changing directions is that we are meant to try new things. We are meant to step out of our comfort zone because doing so allows us to figure out what we actually enjoy and what is meant for us and what is not meant for us, right? Again, it's just one big learning experience and constant opportunity for growth. Where I started was a huge stepping stone along my journey as I continue to follow, you know, that inner compass. There are no regrets. I didn't fail, I just shifted. So get curious, try new things, follow your passion, don't be afraid to take the path that is less traveled. There is no failing. It's just learning and redirecting yourself to what truly aligns with your soul in that moment. If I didn't step out of my comfort zone and follow that inner compass, I would not be where I am today. And I think what made the world of a difference for me was really tapping into my inner confidence because confidence truly comes from within. And it was when I started validating myself rather than looking for all that external validation. That's when things started to really shift for me. I used to always seek out external validation, whether it be from my family, my friends, or just people online even, asking everyone for their opinion on which way I should go especially for my career, asking for opinions before I made choices. But in reality, I am the one that has to deal with the outcomes of the choices that I make. So why am I asking for everybody else to make these choices for me? They don't have to deal with the outcome I do. That just distracts me from my own intuition. Making my own choices and learning how to trust and follow my intuition really is what took me to that next level in my life, especially when it comes to my career. Another thing that I had to learn through this whole journey is patience. This is a huge one because let's be honest, a lot of us need to see results in order to keep the motivation. As soon as we don't see the results right away, we feel like there's this lack of progress and we are so quick to want to just give up and call it quits. But I promise you, if I didn't keep going in these moments where the results lacked severely, I would have given up and lost sight of it all. There are going to be so many moments where you feel like you are giving it your absolute all and the results just aren't showing up. But I promise you, the progress is there. Whether you see it or not, there is always some sort of progress being made. Whether it's just a little bit of growth or you learn a valuable lesson that you'll take with you in your next chapter. But I think one thing that I learned was to let go of that instant gratification because we live in a society where we are always seeking out that instant gratification, but it's not always going to be there. Delayed gratification can be so rewarding. And for me, this year was actually one of those years where I felt like I was giving things my absolute all and the results were just very minimal. But as I reflect on this past year and I look at it as a whole, I can see my progress. 
whether it's even just a tiny bit of growth, it's still there. And I know that this year was dedicated to building a secure, stable foundation for the change in the growth that's going to come to me next year. I actually made an episode on how to stay motivated when there's a lack of progress, and I definitely suggest going back and listening to that episode if that's something that you struggle with. But just know that one day, you are going to look back and realize that those years that lacked results, but you continuously kept going and kept focusing on your vision, that's going to lead you to some of your biggest blessings in years to come. So do not give up. And lastly, something I also learned through this journey is to let go of my extreme expectations for myself. I tend to set very high expectations for myself only to get disappointed when I cannot follow through. And this damages that sense of self-trust, which then affects my confidence and my motivation. Sometimes I feel like we want to aim really, really high, which is not always a bad thing, but we also have to add a bit of reality to that, right? I learned that when I am setting big goals for myself, I have to actually break that one big goal into small obtainable goals that I know are more realistic in that moment. Like if, for example, I say, okay, in 2023, I want to reach 100,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel. Okay, great. That's an awesome goal, right? But being realistic, I am at 560 right now. So looking at it in the perspective of going from 560 followers to 100,000 seems like such an overwhelming task. And that overwhelm can then create those limiting beliefs, self-doubt, lack of motivation. But what if I broke it down to something that felt more obtainable? Like if I started with gaining 30 new subscribers a week, that's a good place to start. And then I ask myself, okay, how do I make this goal happen? How much content should I be pushing out weekly and where can I promote it? It's almost like when you set a goal of wanting to work out every other day after not working out at all. Your body gets overwhelmed by the drastic change and then it quickly burns out because of it. So you have to start small and give yourself just a taste of that big goal, like working out once a week, and then you can move on to twice a week. And once you're comfortable with that, then you can continue to add to it. And if you've missed a goal or you fall off, do not beat yourself up over it. Negative self-talk is not going to be doing you any favors. Again, no one is perfect, and it's really about eliminating this need to be perfect and letting go of jumping to extremes when something does not go as expected. That's helped me when it comes to staying motivated during difficult seasons because life is not always going to be going exactly according to your plan. Life is going to challenge you. It's going to make you question yourself and your direction. But the more grounded that I have felt within, the less I have let setbacks keep me held back. So that's my quick little chat and reflection on this podcast journey and what I've learned through it all. And I am really just so, 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 so grateful for all of you who continuously tune into my new episodes, who subscribe and leave reviews and send me messages. It fills me up inside. It means the world to me. So thank you again for just being a part of this journey with me. I am sending you so, so much love. Until next time. Mm -hmm.